friend. I'm going to go ahead and call you friend because I never meet a stranger. My name is Christina and welcome to my closet where we're fixing to get real, raw, and relatable about life. Quick bio, I love Jesus, my family, and people in general. Oh yeah, and making fun videos on TikTok and Facebook. So look me up there and let's be friends under Christina Smith McCulley. I'm a mom of three and in case you didn't pick up on it, I'm from the South. I'm an open book, which sometimes is not a good thing, but it is what it is. Maybe I'll say something that helps you, or maybe I won't. Either way, God gets the glory, because he's given me the gift of gab, and I'm going to use it. Thank you for being here. Hello, my friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is Sunday, and we in Florida are getting ready for a hurricane that's supposed to hit either Wednesday or Thursday. You know, living here, you just never know. I mean, honestly, it could be heading straight towards you and then turn, never really get too worried or, you know, excited until we know exactly where it's going. They are looking for it to kind of directly hit us coming up kind of Steenhatchee, which is um, not that far away from us. So if it hits there directly, it directly hits us. So we're kind of preparing today, getting ready, just kind of, you know, I mean, not too much. I mean, we pretty much have what we would need. Um, you just kind of know it's coming, so you just kind of chill with it. But anyways, I still wanted to jump on here and do a podcast because God had laid something on my heart that I wanted to discuss with you guys. So welcome, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm sorry. It's been a couple of weeks. I actually went to the mountains. Well, I actually had COVID again. Um, about three weeks ago and then two weeks ago or one week ago, I think one week ago, I was in the mountains. We left two Sundays ago and then got back last Friday, but I took my granny to the mountains. If you haven't seen the pictures, they're all over my Facebook and we had such a good time. That was her first time ever going to the mountains. She's 83. You know, if you listen to me, then you know, we've lost, we lost my papa back in April. And so she's been wanting to go somewhere. So I took her and then my uh, two boys, my 17-year-old son and then my 8-year-old son. My daughter had to uh, stay in school. She's in nursing school, and my husband had to work. So we went up there. It was quite the adventure. We had to move cabins. Um, we saw a lot of waterfalls, saw lots of riding, beautiful, beautiful mountains. I just love it up there. That's actually only my second time. I'm a beach girl, but now I think I've kind of converted to the mountains, except the beach is a lot closer like the mountains, you have to drive six to eight hours, which is, oh, you know, when you're coming home, you're just like ready to get home. My notifications are going crazy. Um, so that was, you know, lots of riding, but it's so pretty up there. Oh, it was so beautiful. We went to North Georgia to, um, we stayed in LJ, and then we went to Blue Ridge, went to Helen, uh, went to the highest point in Georgia which was so beautiful I mean just you do a complete circle and you're surrounded by beautiful mountains so pretty and my husband's like you know people think it's pretty here the people that don't live here uh, the people live in the mountains probably get used to that and they come here and they're like oh look at these pretty pastures because we just have you know pastures and all and that's crazy because yes we always kind of appreciate where other things are you know, like if your hair's straight, you want it curly. If it's curly, you want it straight. If you know, you know, you live at the beach, you want to be at the mountains. You live at the mountains, you want to be at the beach. But I um, really focused on being appreciative of the scenery, but not like 
getting like, oh, I have to come home to my boring house because it's not. Every day is an adventure. Every day I try to really focus on like who God puts in front of me to love and what he's going to do that day. And that's actually what we're going to talk about is just living every day with him and him speaking to us. And when I talk about him speaking or hearing him speak, I get people always say, I don't hear him speak to me. Like, what do you mean you don't hear him speak? I mean, there's only been one time in my life that I heard an audible voice. Like, seriously, like, it was right beside me. And it was actually a warning from the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's the only time audibly I've heard him speak. But he speaks through his word. He speaks through nature. He speaks through other people. He speaks through songs. He speaks in that quiet, still voice. And that's kind of what got me on this podcast this week is because earlier, like last week, I just felt like I wasn't hearing from him. I wasn't, um, it was me. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't staying in his presence. And I felt like there was kind of like a wall or something. And I was driving home one day and I was like, God, what is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? And I heard that still quiet voice um, that said, you're paying attention to, you're paying too much attention to other people's business and not enough to minding your business. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. Like it just dinged. Actually, it didn't ding at first. At first it was like, okay. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, Okay. I mean, like, it was like one of them, like, oh, yes, I, I hear you. I had been on social media so much and, like, going back and forth and following people's drama and stories and jumping from this post to this post to this TikTok to this TikTok, you know, just to, just out of sheer nosiness, really, and boredom, probably, and just, you know, we just get caught up in that and it becomes, like, mind-numbing, you know what I mean? Like, you don't really realize you're doing it but you you are you're just kind of zoning out of everything and I knew what he's talking about he was talking about that I was too busy hearing the voices of other people than I was to hear his and it wasn't that he wasn't speaking or that he wasn't walking with me it was that I wasn't being present that's a big key is to us to be present and to look for him and listen to him he's never he never leaves us he's never gone but that still quiet voice can be very hard to pick up in the midst of all the other voices. You know, the Bible says that uh, my sheep know my voice and the other, the, the voice of the enemy, they do not follow. Well, that we might not be listening to the voice of the enemy, but all the other voices that are distractions, you know, they can drown out the teacher's voice, the le- the um, our master's voice, because there's all these voices going for our attention does that make sense at all is that, I mean like is that does that does that make sense yesterday I was sitting on the porch and I was just sitting in the sun and didn't have my phone out there didn't take my phone was just trying to just sit in God's presence and that's that's one of the main things we have to do is like mindfully sit in his presence um, and it was really still and hot outside and humid and I just started singing a praise song to him and just thanking him for loving me and just thinking and all of a sudden, the wind blew, and I knew it was him. Now, how cool is that, that a God of the universe, a God of all creation, is so personal that he takes the time to speak to us when we're looking for him. The Bible says, you will find me if you seek me. The Bible says, draw close to me, and I'll draw close to you. Like, it just, you know, 
I always tell people, like in my chair, my clients, I always tell people that I look at my relationship with God um, because it's not a human relationship. It's a spiritual relationship. It's not a physical. It's a spiritual. So I look at a physical relationship to kind of get an idea, a little tiny bit of an idea of how the relationship is with me and him, with our Father, our Heavenly Father. And so if I look at my children, just them wanting to spend time with me is such a blessing. It honors me and it blesses me. And so me just wanting to sit in God's presence with nothing else distracting, I believe it honors him. I believe us humbling ourselves and doing things um, just to be with him. I know I tell one of my kids all the time, I'm like, you could get a lot further <laughs> if you would think of other people, think of your parents. I'm not even going to say too much, but you know what I'm saying? Like how much it honors us when our children do things just because they want to honor us or because they appreciate us or because they're grateful. Like what a blessing that is. And I, I believe that's a blessing to God that whenever we just want to hang out with him for no reason, not to get anything, you know, that, I mean, that's the perfect example because I, I do tell one of my kids, like, just do it to be a blessing. You don't, you don't need to always get something in return. And how much further that goes with, with people, period. I believe it's that way with God. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not a trade-off. It's not like a works thing. It's not like a let me hang out with him and he blesses me and I'm trading off. I'm talking about honor. I'm talking about humbling ourselves and honoring him for the for the master he is, for the creator he is, for the father he is, for, you know, for who he is. Um, so I, I kind of spoke about the wind and nature. That happens a lot. Like I'll be sitting outside and one time I was sitting outside and I was singing, I exalt thee to God. And then all of a sudden the sun just shined so hot on my skin and I knew it was him. I knew it was him. And, and that just takes us being quiet and sitting in his presence, really. I know I've heard songs on the radio that have just spoken so clearly to me during that time that I needed it. Um, however you feel about tattoos, it's he, neither here nor there. But I remember um, I was going to get one and I was trying to decide between two different things and one was even if, which, you know, even if the world falls apart, I still want to trust him. Even if, you know, that, that, um, mad, you know, mad shack, reshack, and I can't say their names, but you know what I'm talking about? Even if Jesus don't come through, we will not bow. You know, that's what I was going. That's what, that was one of them. And another one was, I can't remember what the other one was going to be, maybe beloved or something. And I didn't know what I was going to choose. And I was sitting in the tattoo place and the song, even if come on. And I, I knew it was confirmation. It was so cool. I mean, it was just random. It, it come on the radio, you know? And so that was really cool. I believe that was him speaking. Like I said, Regardless of how you feel about tattoos, don't miss the point of that confirmation. Um, when somebody confirms something to you that you've been thinking about, I know me and my friend do this all the time. She'll send me a picture of a book and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I was just talking to God about that book or I was just thinking of something that book would answer. You know, that confirmation from a Christian friend, I believe he uses us to speak to each other. 
I can't tell you the countless times that I've said something to somebody because he's laid them on my heart and they were like, oh, I needed to hear that. Like, and I'll tell them, God just wanted you to know he's thinking about you because maybe they were distracted. Maybe they couldn't hear from him at that present time. Maybe there was a lot going on in their life that they just felt like they weren't hearing from. He just wanted to bless them by sending a, a person to say, you know, I'm thinking about you. So always be attentive to keep your ears open to be that person and keep your ears open to hear from God that way from another Christian friend. Um, by his word, of course, is the number one way he speaks, I believe. Um, his word is alive. It is living. It is real. It is so cool, don't you think, how you can read something a hundred times and then all of a sudden it means something totally crazy different like uh you know some of the bible stories i've been reading lately i'm just trying to kind of start the beginning and and going and like so job i was in job and it was talking about his friends like you know his friends were were godly people but they were pretty negative and god was just using that to to remind me like come to me first like don't let friends get in your ears even if they mean well because sometimes they might not be paying attention and his friends weren't they were saying they were what they were saying was you must have done something wrong to deserve this and they were trying to get Job to repent he didn't have anything to repent of he he you know had like there was nothing he had done per se to deserve that and you know the bible says god reigns on the just and the unjust it's not i mean sometimes we get ourselves in situation there are earthly consequences for things we do um, sometimes we do get ourselves in pits and, and in situations, but sometimes we don't. I mean, it just, it is what it is. We live in a fallen world, and, and that's where it's at. And so um, I was also looking up ways that God does speak through different people. You know, he spoke to Mary through an angel. He spoke to Joseph through a dream. He spoke to Moses from a bush. He spoke to David from his friend. Um, he will use whatever. He'll use whatever. Our job is to be quiet and still enough to hear from him in whatever way he wants to speak. And like I said, the distractions are so whew, strong these days. I mean, social media is a big distraction for me. It's huge. I'm just, I'm going to admit it. There's times, multiple times a week, I have to take the apps off of my phone. And I still pick up my phone and, and click on email. You know, like, just that habit of clicking on something but I have to did I just get really loud I hope I didn't get really loud on y'all but um the distractions are there and the distractions are trying to pull at us the enemy is trying to pull at us um you know when I'm not in his word I don't feel like I hear from him I need to be in his word when I'm not being attentive to his voice when I'm um being distracted and, and watching Netflix too much and being on my phone too much. And here's another one that I'm always quick to ask God. Like, if I feel like I'm not hearing from Him, I'm not, you know, walk or in alignment, like I'm, I'm just not feeling real close or I'm very easily annoyed or aggravated at, at the world and, and things that are going on, I always ask God, search my heart, is there any unforgiveness or bitterness or resentment in my heart? Because that will keep us big. I believe that's the number one reason that we don't hear from God is if we're harboring 
bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness. Um, it's so important to him because of what Jesus did, I believe. I mean, I believe that that unforgiveness, that if we're mad at someone, but yet we expect God to forgive us. I'm listening to a book right now called, I think it's called um, Complete Forgiveness or Total Forgiveness. It is really good. It is really good. I might have talked about this on the last podcast, but he talks about in there that he was upset with someone that had hurt him and um, a Christian friend, he was telling that Christian friend about it, um, not to he was just opening up and saying how hurt he had been. And the, the Christian friend was like, you have to completely forgive them. And he was like, um, uh, well, he's like completely. And so he started going to God and talking to God and just really, you know, diving in. And, and that's the reason I downloaded the book is because I have someone that I struggle with. And some days are like, okay, God, I've given it all to you. And then some days it's like, oh, <laughs> you know. So um, he was talking to God and he was like, and God was like, um, well, okay. So, and, and he said he, he said he did what the cliche or whatever thing to do. I forgive them, God. I forgive them. And God said, okay, all right, okay. Well, so do you want me to forgive them also? Uh, like like it never happened? And the, the man was like, um, mm, uh, you know, because we say, and I've, I've been so guilty of this, I forgive them, but God will take care of them. Ha <laughs> ha. You know what I mean? Like, I totally forgive them, but I know who's going to pay them back. So God was like questioning him. He's like, okay, so you want me to forgive him completely like it never happened? And he was like, uh, he's like, do you want me to forgive him to the extent I've forgiven you for things you've done? And that put it in perspective. He was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, because we always want God to, to get back the other people, but don't hold it against us, God. Don't hold it against me, but you make sure you get them back. Vengeance is yours, you know. <laughs> and then he also brought up, uh, so do you want me to bless him? Bless this person like it never happened. And the guy was like, oh, I don't know about that. And he's like, okay, well, all right. Well, then how about I bless him or, or I, I start blessing you the way you want me to bless him since I have forgiven you for stuff. And, you know, he just really put it in perspective. And it was it was such a, it was like, I'm just like, oh, God, you got my number. But um, I asked God to search my heart, to search it for that resentment, unforgiveness, that jealousy, you know, that um, comparison. I, I asked him, you know, he doesn't, when, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they brought on that, comparison that insecurity that jealousy um that bitterness resentment all that they brought into the world it wasn't here and so when Jesus came he came to break that that is between us and the father and make us whole again to make us secure to make us not comparing ourselves not jealous not resentful not growing bitterness and anger he came to to make that bridge between us and the Father, and get rid of the things that make a wall between us and the Father, right? So when we have that in our heart, it's like a wall goes up. It doesn't mean he leaves or forsakes us, but there is a wall, I believe. I can't hear from him as well. I'm not as attentive to his ear because it it hurts his heart. It hurts him. Like, let's think about my child, my, my children. If one of them was really angry with their brother 
brother, okay, like let's say my daughter was really angry with her brother, it would hurt my heart that she was so angry. And that's, you know, when I'm angry at someone, I'm angry with someone that God created. He created them, just like he created me, right? So if my daughter was like really mad at her brother and just would not let go of that, it would hurt my heart. It would hurt my heart for her. It would hurt my heart um, for our relationship because I created both of them and I love them. And I've, you know, he's forgiven me for a lot. So therefore, shouldn't I forgive? You know, if you look at it, your kids, I've, I've extended you a ton of grace. Can you extend your brother some grace too? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Um, and when I look at example of Jesus, like, what did Jesus do to hear from his father? Well, he spent time alone and he went off. He went off alone with his father. And there, you know, we always want to be entertained. We always want to be busy. We always want to have the TV on for background noise or the, or the, music on. Listen, I'm guilty of it. I am guilty of it. But just getting quiet and letting him speak or just praising him and telling him we love him. Just I love you. I honor you. I humble myself. Just getting on my knees in that position honors him. Not having to have, you know, just taking that time and not having to have um, anything on. Just me and him. Jesus did that. So if we're following his example, he did that. He went off by himself and got alone. He also took naps and rested in the Father. And I think that's something that we could do more of because we are busy, 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 busy running. Always have something to do. Always have something going on. And Jesus took his time. He stopped and spent time with people. He spent time with his Father. He rested. He didn't fret. He didn't rush. He didn't hurry along and just run, run, run from here to there. So if we're following his example, he did them things. He also kept his heart pure. You know, he kept his heart pure because he was perfect. And that's the thing when we're talking about like not having unforgiveness and bitterness in our heart. Another thing that that I really picked up on is that when the enemy came at him, Jesus didn't overthink it. He didn't overthink it and work it out and like me I'm bad about well what if this and what if this and should I do this and Jesus didn't do that he spoke that with a word he said it is written you know when the enemy told him to you know jump off the cliff I mean Jesus just come back with it is written he didn't overthink it he didn't overanalyze it I'm bad about that I've tried to to get to where I'm just like okay God here here you go you handle it you know there's been times I've been worried about my kids futures And I've just like fretted and tried to figure it out and tried to, you know, make this happen or do this. Lately, I've just been like, okay, God, you see it. You see their future. You see next week. You know, I'm not going to waste my time worrying. Who knows what's going to happen next week? Our whole life could change. Jesus could come back. Someone could go to heaven. Like your whole life could change. I don't want to overthink it and overanalyze it. And Jesus didn't. And if I'm following his example, then that's what I need to do. Just, what does the word say? I don't need to complicate it. I don't need to overthink it. What does the word say? So I hope this helps you to to hear from God clearly and um, and to spend quiet, quiet time with him. 
to get rid of distractions, put them in their place, um, and just to make sure your heart stays pure. That's what I want for myself. I want that for you, my friend. Um, I want that for my children because we need peace. This world is not peaceful most of the time. It's busy, it's loud, it's chaotic, it can be scary, but we don't have to live like that. We can live in faith and we can live in his shadow. We can live in peace. We don't have to live like the world. We're not, a, we are in the world, but not of the world. So I want to, I want to live like Jesus. I want to live unbothered and peaceful and talking to God all the time and sitting with him and confident and sure in him, not in myself, but in him. Jesus was sure in his father. That's how I that's how I want to be. Let's pray. Father, thank you that we can come to you again and talk to you at any time. Thank you that that veil is tore, that we can boldly approach your throne with confidence, knowing that you hear us, that you love us. Father, I ask that you show us the distractions that are harboring us hearing from you, that are putting a wall between feeling like we can't hear from you I, I pray that you show us where we're too busy where we're too distracted if there's any unpure things in our heart like bitterness resentment unforgiveness that you pull it out show it to us and heal it thank you for loving us thank you for your son and it's in his name we pray amen and amen Thank you so much for listening. Remember, find me on social media at Christina Smith McCulley on all platforms. My prayer is that this episode helps you and your walk with Christ. Podcasts are uploaded every Sunday. And if you hit that subscribe or follow show button, you'll receive a notification. Have a great week, friend.